<clears throat> Welcome to the show, we're so glad you're here, now let's have some fun, yeah, yeah, hello, it's a new year, it's a new us, sure I guess. is, it's not really new, but, feels you new. know, and maybe it's Could new be. to you, it's a new episode, mm-hmm, it is. A new episode of the Brian Tips, episode 67. Woo, man. First episode of 2018. Hello. Yay. We survived into the, the first year of the end of our lives. That's a <laughs> no? All right. Live each day like it's your last, because one day you're going to be right. That's true. <laughs> And maybe sooner than you think. <laughs> all right. Well, it's another episode of the Brian Trust. Thank you all for joining us. My name is Brian. My name is also Brian. Hello. And we're talking about the first episode of 2018. And boy, has it started off as a winner. Hello. Sure has. You know? Um, got... Uh, Fiery stuff happening in D.C., but eh, you know, nothing new. <laughs> the, uh, how, how was, I never did that, how was your New Year's? New Year's was good. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. Uh, I was chill. Didn't do much. Yeah. No. I think we're getting to that age where it's like, bad, stay inside. Or stay, stay. inside. The reference that you are referring to. <laughs> no. Had a minor, uh, minor. I had a medical thing, er, thing going on with That's my left fair. eye. Uh, thankfully, it was not pink eye. Yes. It's just a little stuff. Anybody who's watched South Park knows exactly what happens when you get pink eye, and it's not good. No. So. Well, I did have to go to the doctor because my eye was almost swollen shut, and I had no idea what was going on. But. Uh, I knew enough that uh, my eyeball was white, so it, it, it didn't itch, and uh, it didn't it wasn't sensitive to light, you know, nothing like that. But it was swelling up pretty good, and yeah. so when I went there, of course, they examined and they found the they found the booger. That, and then, well, uh, I will say that patch looks sexy, man. Just, thank you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> At Almost night. invisible. It's the Wonder Woman brand invisible eye patch. <laughs> At night, I switch it to the other eye so that I could have awesome night vision. Oh yes, yes. Um, it, no, so then uh, uh, it you know went away on its own. Uh, I had to do the hot compress thing, and then I got um, prescription eye drops, and uh, it's almost back to one hundred percent normal. Like you cool. can't even tell. Well, yeah. good. But that's yeah. how that's how my year started out. Yeah. Hey, if that's the worst thing that happens medically this year, totally. You know, I got it and out that's of the, the way. Thing. It just, yeah, and you know, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> we're you're fine. I'm fine. You're fine. We're all fine. How yeah. are you, listener? No, <laughs> I forgot. This isn't an interactive show. No, they could be talking right now. We've had a whole week. I I totally forgot how to do the show in like the space of a week. I don't understand this. It's it's our age. We're Maybe up there. Or IQ. Yeah. Uh, how was your New Year's? What did you do? I uh, stayed home and slept. There you go. And played games. And did... Actually, no. I, I will say my New Year's Day was actually pretty productive. Mm. Um, 
because Sunday night, New Year's Eve, uh, I realized I'm like, oh, wait, hey, I should get a bunch of business expenses in <laughs> for my taxes due to the changing oh, tax laws this year, uh, yes. things like that. So I decided to, since for small business owners like myself or things like that, where it's kind of a sole price, I can't, a lot of deductions are going away. Yes. On things. So I decided to kind of front load and get his, get a bunch of stuff that I've been putting off. Uh, so I ordered a bunch of things on Amazon and uh, did a, I did a bunch of shopping for myself basically on New Year's yeah. Eve. Yeah. Uh, I still, I have like uh, 60 feet of PVC pipe sitting in my car <laughs> waiting to be cut down. Um, I'm going to build a voiceover booth this year. Nice. Um, I'm waiting for the blankets to arrive. I'm actually going to start ah. cutting down the, the pipe this weekend. Um, but I, I have a, kind of a frame worked out in my head, and hopefully in reality it will work. I, nice. All I have is like a mini hacksaw to cut the pipe with, so we'll see. I think that's all you need. I think so. I hope so. Um, it, I've mini never done it before. Some, so it's, uh, What, mini hacksaw, some elbow connectors, whatever? Yeah, I have all the connectors in, yeah. uh, in here on the couch. I just left the, the pipe because it's 10 feet. They're 10 foot long. So I have to, well, because, you know, to get the lengths I needed to kind of, I, I I have to measure it out and just cut them off in sections. But it, but right. it will be super portable. Good. Because there's no length that's over like three and a half feet. So Nice. That's cool. Yeah. So it'll be, so I can, I can break it down and if I, if I move it or if I, you know, I mean, you could even do it with travel if you, I wouldn't do it for like an overnight hop, but like if I was going somewhere yeah. for like a week or two, I, I could pack it all up in like a duffel bag. Well, kind of thing, so. we we look forward to all the creations that you'll be yeah doing we'll in see, that thing. We'll see what happens. Let's say I don't know. I'm not sure how to deal deal with the blankets yet. I kind of want to hang them on the side as opposed to just laying them on top. Right. Um, but then I gotta be able to put grommets on them and things so I can mm. actually hang them on the frame. Yes. Uh, right. But you know, there's little things to work out. It, uh, it, yeah. Draping them over is good enough for now, and then I'll work on the rest. <laughs> So, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm not draping them over way, and then one on but top. It's, there you go. It's big enough for my current desk setup, so I could fit a chair in there if I want. So if I want to sit while I'm working, or stand, you know, or and it's tall enough so I could stand up in it if I wanted to as well. So yeah, I kinda, yeah, I do adjust some things, but yeah, it's uh, it it'll be it's small enough. I can I can set it up in my bedroom. It's actually going in my closet. Nice. Uh, it's big enough to fit in my closet. I'll have to actually build it in my closet though. I can't fit it through the door but right <laughs> once I, i'll build the sections and prefab it in there later um i don't know but yeah there no so i so new year's day was spent i was organizing i hung all the artwork i had bought from phoenix comic-con like you know seven months ago um so but mostly it's ketchup on a bunch of things ketchup what do you mean? What are you catching got catch up? Catching up on a oh, backlog of work. Up. Oh, yeah, I was oh, playing I catch see. up on a bunch of things like, that I've just been meaning to do forever. Oh, uh, I so I. But it was very productive, and I was feeling very high energy and stuff. And then I went back to work, and that all went away. Uh, <laughs> it's not, you know, and it's not, it's not, it's not the fault of my job necessarily. I, I knew that was going to happen. I realized I kicked myself in hindsight. What I should have done was take this week off of work. So they could be super productive because, like, my boss got last week off between Christmas and New Year's. I'm like, well, good for you, but now I'm just like, oh man, I could have used that four days and done something like super duper productive. Um, 
or not, or just lounged? N- well, no, that's the whole point. Was I'm trying not to do that. Is uh, I'm trying oh, to be productive. I have a bunch of stuff to get you. done, good so that you. I can make room for other things. <laughs> so, right. Um, yeah. So, uh, hopefully, there'll be more goodness with that. And you know, yeah, I did play some. You know, I've played some video games, things like that. I still have my current crop of. Uh, MMOs that I'm kind of switching off between in various fits and starts. Mm. <laughs> so mm. I've been on a tear on Star Wars: The Old Republic for a while, so it's kind of that's nice. been my jab. But I think I'm in a Star Wars mode just because Last Jedi came out, and then Han Solo's in May. You know, so it's kind of like I'm in this gal. I just really want to, I want to keep playing that because um, the character because there's eight different classes, each with a different storyline in the solo campaign. So I'm trying to finish them all. Ah. And I'm like, okay, if I do that, then I'll feel satisfied and I'm done. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll see. Really? Really? Will you really? And with that Will game? You really with that feel game? Done? Yeah, actually, because there oh, won't be right. much after that to do. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Um, that I've played Star Trek online a little bit, uh, but I kind of hit a wall because that's freemium. That's like free to play. I mean, Star, yeah. Star, the Star Wars MMO is as well, but uh, Star Trek Online is like really free to play or pay to win, yeah. depending on your yeah. point of view. And yeah. I don't really feel like paying for that, so yeah. uh, I've gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't know where to go. Like, there's no more, there's not really any story missions or things. I'm trying to find. It's it's a little more difficult to play, uh, just in terms of navigating. Like the the gameplay is not hard, but it's just navigating around is kind of a pain right. in the butt somewhere. Somewhere between World of Warcraft and EVE Online, but mm. <laughs> if you want a learning curve, that's a game that that's got a steep, steep learning curve. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it was good. So I New Year's was okay. I was mostly just planning for work and trying to figure out um, while I was doing those chores and things, trying to plan for the year ahead. For myself, like, what do you want to accomplish? I'm not not necessarily resolutions, but like, what are these goals that? What do I want the end of the year to look like? Right. Um, I would, obviously, the big one we've talked about that before. The biggest one is I don't want to be living here in no. my current in my current location. <laughs> um, where I will end up, it has not been decided yet. But right, uh, at least not firm. I've got it windowed down to a couple of candidates. Nice. So we shall see. Um, hopefully, in a couple of weeks, I'll have enough data to kind of make a decision. I probably have enough data now, but I really just need to think about it hard and mm-hmm. make it make a choice so yep you know uh that's one of those big things um and that's and it's certain certainly something i struggle with is just making a decision and just going with it mm. you know uh i historically have a have a problem with major problems with second guessing myself a lot yep or do i no i do i totally do uh yeah yeah the so that kind of thing but it's always a lot of that comes from fear. Obviously, it like FOMO. You know, fear, yeah, you know, fear of missing out. You don't want to feel like you made a wrong choice. And I came to a realization the other day, which is they're really, and it's not not a new realization, but in terms of how it comes in for me, there's never really a wrong choice because you can't go back. Like right. it's just kind of you can adjust. Sure. Um, and hopefully, you've learned something from the experience. Right, you know, if you've done that yeah. at least, then there's it's not a, even if it's just don't do that again. Right, that's not a wrong choice. That's 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 life. You know, it's that's education and right. Yeah. Well, you can always look at it this way too. You know, 
you, you never fail. You either win or you learn. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Well, like that, that, that should be the attitude. Thing. Yeah, like, that's another like a way lot to of people. It, yeah. I think a lot of people are just afraid to move forward because they're going to fail. Like fail. Oh, I'm going to fail. Yeah. But okay. Well, failure is so is so definitive, and it's so it, that's like that's such an end. That's that's such an end, and it shouldn't be. Yeah. It should. You should never look at it like, oh, I failed. You should look like, oh, well, that's one way I'm not going to do that again, or that's something I'm not going to do ever again or you know whatever you know yeah well and so it's i think it's a good i think it gives it gives you some flexibility and and some self-forgiveness too it's like well yeah. we're all human and we're all we're all learning nobody's perfect right and for me the biggest hurdle i have with that is 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 i think my fear of failure is born from i don't want to feel like i've wasted time oh yeah there's that cuz uh it just feels like well now now it's like I, you know, I've made no progress. You know, when I have actually made progress in some fashion, you know, like progress has been made. It's just not what what the ideal picture was. So right. it's you know. And anyway, I was talking about I had my annual review at work this week. Uh, we sat down and we talked. To, my boss and I talked about that a little bit because I have a tendency to get frustrated at work because mm. other folks don't. The other thing, other folks don't learn at the same pace I do. And I have a certain standard for myself at work that is some might consider, I'm using air quotes, absurdly high. I see. Uh, <laughs> but so when they don't rise to that level, it frustrates me. Um, well, lower the bar a little bit. Well, that's what I, I, I was joking with her about that. I'm like, lowering my standards. Got it. Um, yes. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. Well, no, and I do, and I do. You know, I've been told, like, I, I do express remarkable patience with folks, which is true, because I understand that not everybody learns at the same pace or in the same way. So I do try very carefully to tell them, like, I'm really happy with questions. Ask me as many as you want. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll take 100 questions. Hopefully not the same question 100 times, mm -hmm. but, you know, I want you, to, I want you to be able to retain it the best way you can. Mm-hmm with the unspoken part that I don't plan to be here forever. So you guys have to learn this. Yeah. Right. I'm not your, I can't be your crutch. Right. You know, it's, um, so I, you know, so working on, so I, I've been, and that's, and that came at the end of, I've been thinking about this for a while and like, how do I do better about just going with what data I have? Like, cause you're always trying to hold out for one more piece. That's going to fit that right to make it just perfect. Right, and it's never going to be that. So you have to um, never. Uh, one of the uh, one of my past coaches and things. Uh, she's a casting director, Bonnie Gillespie, mm. that I work that works a lot with actors and stuff. Uh, she has a thing about launching what they call launching at eighty five percent. Yeah, just not. You're never going to be a hundred percent ready. You just have to go, you yeah. know, and build the rest on the way down, or you know, it's like jump and then build the net on the way down. Right. Sort of thing, oh, you know? that's a good saying. Yeah. Um, so it, so yeah, so I'm trying to make choices about this is why I've committed to moving mm -hmm. this year, uh, to make a big leap to kind of jumpstart things for myself, I think too. Sure. I think that will help kind of kickstart my motivation to get these things done. I, um, I did get back on tracking on my food like I was before, before Good. the holidays. Great. Um, you know, so we'll see, we'll see where that goes, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
anyway, good enough about us. Yes. Oh dear should goodness. Talk, should we talk about some interesting things in the news? I have to say, I was just about to have a meltdown when I read this article. Uh-huh. Uh, so right. some of you out there may be aware now, we're, we're kind of, I, obviously because our podcast is once a week, we get a little late to the show. Um, so yeah, so there apparently is a flaw yes. um, that affects Intel processors, which is basically 85% of the computers in the world. Right. Um, I'm going to let, since you are the IT guy. Thank you. Would you be willing to explain this for folks in a way that they will understand it? Yes. Okay. So, (laughs) question number one, does this affect Intel? Yes, it does. It also affects ARM, and there's speculation that AMD is also affected. It's it's essentially the way that that processors are architected and how... And I'm gonna I'm gonna dumb this way down. It's the way that applications interact with the processor, right? Okay. It's the it, and there's a whole bunch of of sharing that goes. It's what they on. call speculative execution, I believe. Yes, that's yeah. the that's the the geek term for it. Yes. <clears throat> and so, was it? Uh, I, I've read so much on this. Uh, stuff is starting to blur together. <laughs> it, it was it was Google zero day. Some Google Zero Day group. Google's Project Zero team. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Google Project Zero. That found the, they found this bug or flaw is what they're calling it. uh, And they brought it to Intel's attention three months ago. Uh, No, no, no. I'm sorry. Back in June. Okay. I think is what the, is what, is what somebody had written and said, you know, we're not, we're not going to release this. Uh, We need a fix. Right. And uh, so Intel took it seriously, and uh, the bottom line is that this affects pretty much everything. Um, Intel, obviously Intel, anything that has an Intel processor is affected. Anything that has an ARM processor is affected. Uh, our iOS devices are affected. Your Google phone is affected. I mean, every basically, uh, somebody had asked... So what devices are affected by this? And the answer is computers. Yeah. <laughs> computers are affected by this. Yeah. Basically, it's every everything. And so uh, there have been some firmware updates and things that have come out. Uh, the, the overall fix or the overall mitigation for this is, is the um, software manufacturers to release a patch that basically... Uh, uh, it changes the way that the applications now interact with the processor. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so what does this mean? So what happened? So let's talk Microsoft really, really quickly. So uh, there's been a lot of conjecture and there's been a lot of uh, argument about, well, you know, Microsoft, because Microsoft released their patches uh, on the uh, on the third, I believe. And... Uh, and people are already complaining that there was a 30 to 35, you know, anywhere from a 5% to a 35% performance hit mm. now. So basically your, your, your Windows machine is going to be 30% slower. Well, Intel then responded and said that the, uh, that the performance hit is workload-based and uh, will be mitigated over time. Right, uh, right. Ba- basically, meaning that your a regular home user is not going to see anything. Okay. 
right? You're not, you're not going to see this. Now, here's the cool part. Okay. So Microsoft, uh, what they did was they released this they released this patch, but it has some checks and balances to it, meaning that your system, your Windows system, and we're talking Windows 7, I think it's Windows 7 Service Pack 1 and higher, uh, XP and 2003 and all these other uh, uh, deprecated OSs right. are not going to – are not part of this. Right. Uh, so, uh, so what Microsoft did was they said, okay, this, this, this update that we released, uh, has the tendency to interact with antivirus software negatively. Meaning that you will, uh, if your antivirus software is not compatible with now this new build of windows, you will essentially get a stop error or a blue screen of death and it'll be a memory error. Right. And so what Microsoft did was they said, okay, antivirus, antivirus manufacturers, we are not going to advertise this patch to systems unless you say that your antivirus software is compatible. And the way that they did that, they said, Microsoft said, you have to release an update within your antivirus software that then now puts a registry key entry, which they're calling an allow reg key into the operating system and this registry now that this registry is there that says okay my system is good my antivirus software is not going to be negatively uh part of a problem here uh you can release you can you can advertise the patch to my machine and then you'll get it right okay um so it organizations all around the world are now scrambling to make sure that there are thousands of you know there are thousands of systems all have antivirus software that one is compatible and two now we have to now we have to apply this this patch right right uh, to today as we're talking today this is a low risk this is a very very low risk because there are no known exploits right right and from what i'm reading the worst that this that an exploit can do is it can snoop which basically means it could capture passwords. It could do all kinds of stuff. It can't. It can't really do anything malicious to your machine other than snooping around and spying uh, and gathering information as it passes through the different layers of the processor. Right. right. Okay. So there's that. Um, Apple was slow to release their statement, um, but they said um, users of High Sierra ten thirteen two have a partial fix already installed, and I believe that was for Meltdown. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> 10.13.3 is going to have the full, the full fix. Right. That's, and that's what we're, that's what we're being. And my, Iowa, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, my yeah. understanding is currently it's only High Sierra that's been patched. Not Correct. not earlier no. versions of the Mac OS. And there is an article, right. I'm going to put an article from iMore, in the show notes mm. that talks all about meltdown as, as a Mac specific thing, including yep. everything Apple basically. And like even why the explanation yep. of why the, the Apple watch was not affected by this. And well, this is one of those things. I mean, you talk about, we talk about failure. Do we look at this as a failure? I don't think so. Intel has been doing this for how many decades, right? And it, this is just, it, it's something that was discovered and great. Did we fail? No. Did we learn from it? I think so. 
And so now Intel says that um, uh, processors past a certain date don't have this problem. So this will be a thing in the past. We're all just going to have to live with a patch. And of course, you know, as operating systems evolve, everything will be incorporated. So this will this will go away. Yeah. Here's here's the most important thing: uh, practice safe computing. And whenever we talk about vulnerabilities or you know flaws or bugs or you know whatever any any type of uh, security issues, it is always best to practice good computing. Right, have good antivirus. Don't click on links uh, in emails that you're not expecting. Don't click on even if it's from your friend. Don't open attachments. You know, don't go to bad websites. <laughs> you know, yeah. The, these no, are absolutely. just these are smart yeah. things. Learn about phishing scams. Learn about any. Learn how to be safe on the internet. Right. Right. And it's just it, it's it. That you talk about eighty five percent, that will get you eighty five percent safe, maybe even ninety percent. Right, safe. because that, then you're avoiding malware. Otherwise, with meltdown, like they have to have physical access to your machine. Right, physical. They, they're, it, well, it's what they're saying right now is that the malware that has to be created to actually take advantage of the of this exploit is going to be incredibly complex. Right. Incredibly complex. And if you have good antivirus or anti-malware on your machine, anything that anybody is going to craft to try to do this is going to be thwarted by your, your first line of defense, which is going to be your, your anti-malware. Right. Right. So, yep. so is this a big deal? Mm, yeah, it kind of is. Uh, the more important big deal is that you just make sure that your antivirus is up to date and, and compatible with this. And then make sure that your systems are patched. That's the, on the on the Microsoft side. Um, as Apple releases updates, get those. Always stay up to date. Some people like to stay one revision behind. Well, okay, I don't I don't I don't subscribe to that. But um, always stay up to date. Stay up to date and be safe. Yeah. Um, but but that's the big deal. So you know, unless you've been living under a rock for a while, that's the big deal. <clears throat> now, of course, you know I've read. I read yesterday now that uh, there's multiple class action lawsuits against Intel for this. Um, Intel stock has dropped while AMD's has risen. However, I did read somewhere that AMD is actually partially affected by this too. Yeah. yeah. So no, we're not. So who's affected? Computers. Yeah. If you have a computer, a computing device in your house of some sort. It's affected, and just keep up with the manufacturer's updates and things. And, and with the it. with the exception of the one on your wrist, apparently. Apparently so. So yeah, the Apple Watch is not affected mainly because it does not use the because it, they they use ARM chips in the Apple Watch, but it doesn't access the data. This like it doesn't use this speculative execution technique, right? And so it's not affected by the by this meltdown issue. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Right. Um, the other thing they did say is there's a second there's a second issue uh, called Spectre. Yes, correct. So which is more browser based and they're working on patching right. browsers for that right. Safari exactly. and Chrome and Firefox and all of exactly. that. Exactly. Um, as well. But that is not available yet. Nope. So the best advice we can give, probably update your antivirus first. Yeah. And then update your operating system. Yeah. Most antivirus, yeah. uh, most antivirus is up to date already. Uh, yeah. they, this was pretty quick. Like this was within within uh, two days. Now, uh, 
how did this happen so fast? Well, there was an what do they call it an uh, an information embargo? Yes. Until until January 9th. However, the story was leaked and I think uh-huh. it was The Verge that broke it and they released it early. Possibly. Yeah. Well, Project Zero when they do stuff, uh, this particular team It's actually in there, um, the way they structure it is when they find stuff, they report it to the manufacturer and only release it once a patch has been out or if 90 days has gone by. Correct. So that's what that is. Basically, essentially, they reported this to Intel and I assume Microsoft and Apple and basically everybody that's going to be affected by this to say, this is the issue, this is what's going on, do something about it or we're telling people. (laughs) <laughs> by this date. Right. Well, that I think I think that's good and I think that's very generous, yeah. you know, because uh, all right. So, we're all people and people program computers, right? And we're not perfect and we miss things and, you know, and stuff comes up and there are and then there are people that are way smarter than other people that find things great. Thank goodness they're on our side, right? Yeah. Uh yeah. because and and I think it's great. I think that's I think that's plenty of time to you know to talk to these manufacturers or, or whatever and say hey we found a flaw and but you know what but the attitude of the manufacturers and this I haven't found this to be not true but the 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 attitude of the manufacturers should always be thank you we're on it like we're taking care of it yeah. if they blow it off then that's where the 90 days comes in and then that's where they go all right well they blew us off and you need to be aware that this is happening. Right. And then now the heat's on because now they have the world basically outside their castle with the pitchforks and the, you know, and the torches and the, oh, what are you doing? Get our stuff. Fix our things. Right. Exactly. And then now the, you know, now the heat's on. Yeah, exactly. Course, and then they fix it. But I think this is a great program. I th- thankfully it's there and it makes us all safer and smarter, you know, and, and who, I mean, this, we do so much with information you know, cyber-wise these days, you you have to stay secure. You have to. I mean, you don't want people having access to your bank accounts and your email and, you know, you, you just, it's just, be smart about it. Be really smart about it. Yeah, so what you can do, what you can do if you need to is you can email us a list of your passwords and account numbers and we promise we will keep it totally safe. <laughs> we promise. <laughs> oh, I couldn't even get through that bit with a straight face. Uh, anyway, so that's the big hoopla. That's uh, that's been the buzz, uh, and of okay. course, it kind of. Sh- it- so it's 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 important. It's serious, but it's not panic inducing. It shouldn't be panic inducing. It's okay. No, 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 no panic inducing. Uh, things are getting patched in, you know. And and what's the what's the zero day? You know, where you find the actual flaw or bug, and then when when is there an exploit usually? Um, and th- it's hard to say because those that timeline is getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Well, and that's true. And then on top of that, you've got um, not just independent hackers looking at the stuff. You've got government agencies doing this now. Absolutely. You've got, you know, things where that's... So it becomes... It, it behooves these companies to really work hard at, at maintaining security and and that kind of thing, and look for all of these things to fix it right right and ideally fix it quietly before no one before word ever gets out 
Right. I mean, yeah. look at. I mean, just look at every every month when Windows updates comes out. Mm-hmm. The, how many security updates are in there? Yeah. You know, d- dozens every month that are plugged up. I mean, this is this is an ongoing thing. Are we ever going to yeah. have a perfect operating system? No, I don't think so. Close, but I don't, I don't think it's ever going to be because there's always something. Yeah, there's always something. There's always somebody out there that's got you know five PhDs in computer you know science whatever that that can analyze every little bit that passes through everything. Yeah, and uh, and f- and find a flaw or a bug or a security hole or something, and that's great. Good for them. Pay them a lot of money and you know and have them <laughs> fix our stuff. Totally. Yeah. Anyway, but that's that's uh, that's where I've been. Yes. This past week. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. I'm glad that you are doing your part to maintain the cybersecurity of the nation. I, or I try. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Keep the doors closed and locked. Yes. Uh, but it, but it, uh, much good, like your country club. No, I, yeah, yeah, I'm good, kidding. Well, I'm kidding. Well, good safe computing is everybody's job. I yes. mean, that's and don't take that lightly. No, not at all. No, no, it's important. I, plus, it saves you time. You talk about time. I mean, look at how much time you would waste if your machine got compromised. Yeah. You know, like how many, I don't know how many, I, you've done this, I'm sure, where you've, uh, somebody has brought a laptop to you or something and said, you, you're good with computers. Can you look at, my machine's a little slow. And you go to open it up and oh my God, there's how many different variants of a virus that are running on there. And you know, hey, where's your antivirus? Oh, I don't have one. Oh, God. okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. You know, at one point, you know, uh, what's interesting about that is that sometimes computers can get so messed up by viruses and malware that there is no other choice but to just start over. You know, even Microsoft, uh, there are some viruses that if you like, if you were to call Microsoft support and ask them for help, and they discover that there's a virus on your machine, most times they stop the support at that point and tell you that you have to reinstall the operating system from scratch because it has done so much irreversible damage. You know that it would take it would take too long to fix everything. The quickest path to resolution would be to re- yeah. just reinstall and ho- and and hope that it's not something that's on the that put itself in the boot sector of your hard drive. But yeah, <laughs> there's that too. Yep, there's that too. That just takes some thermite and a drill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Done. Get a new hard drive. Just get a new computer at that point. There was, I think, there was a, um, there was a, there was malware that was actually injecting itself into the code on your yeah motherboard. That was a while ago. Yeah, I do remember. I do yeah, I think remember that, about I think that. There yeah, there was, yeah, was that. I forget what it was called, but that's. I mean, that's serious. And once you get to that point. Just throw the thing away. I mean, the, 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 you're you're pretty much sunk unless you get a new motherboard, right? Unless you got to get a clean motherboard and rebuild the thing. And by right. that time, why don't you just get a new machine? Right. You know, but but uh, good antivirus, safe computing, you should be okay. Yeah, this is um, like we said, it's not cause for panic. Just be aware that your stuff is going to be updated yeah. or needs to be updated. Right, and we can't really, we can't really. I mean, there's two sides of this thing. I mean, we can't really fault. No, no. I mean, because Intel, they're they're not a malicious company at, by any means. Is this was just something that this is how they pretty much set the standard for processing, right? 
and everybody kind of followed suit. And so that's my thought is like we have Intel and then we have ARM and AMD and, and you know, yeah. And that so. that's they all have this tiny little flaw. Yeah. So we'll have we'll have links in the show notes. Um patch it. There are a couple specifically. So the one from iMore I mentioned that's that's specific to Mac and Apple products. So you can kind of get a sense of that. And then there's also the Ars Technica article that's a nice good overview for everybody and what the companies are what the different companies are doing for it. Yeah. Uh as well. So I think that that's um I think that's good. So that'll be that'll be a good review for that. If you're interested, read those. Uh, otherwise, like we said, update patch stuff. You'll be fine. Should be okay. It's going to take time. I would say. I would say by definitely. I mean, I would say by the middle of January, probably we'll see most things have already been resolved. Right, and obviously, like we said, those are those are mainly OS updates. The browser updates are still they're still working on that stuff. So it should be. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They should be patching those as they go. Um, right within within days, yeah. we're gonna be we're probably gonna be seeing this. Yeah, I know Apple's already working on it for Safari. Uh, they said yep. for for the Spectre side of things, and uh, yeah, get that done. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and don't pay too much attention about the processor uh, uh, performance hit. Yeah, that that's negligible. I was gonna say I haven't noticed anything, and then I read Imar. I'm like, oh, well, that's because we're not patched yet. All right. I should just update the High Sierra, I guess. I well, yeah. You, well, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, <laughs> on my own Windows machine, I my work machine is a Windows 10 machine, mm-hmm. and uh, I verified that our antivirus that we're running is indeed supported, uh, and it is. And so I went ahead and uh, manually installed the Microsoft Intel patch. Okay. Um, and it comes; it's a cumulative update, and so I installed that. I honestly, and I do a lot of work on that thing. I haven't noticed. Yeah, I haven't noticed a performance. And I, I suspect, and that's the thing. Like I suspect, for ninety percent of people in the world that use computers, it's not going to be an issue. No, it's going to be no. a small percentage that are like hardcore gamers. Yeah, um, video editors. Yep. Um, like uh, people crunching huge data sets. Yeah. Uh, that kind of thing. I suspect where it's where it where it has to use the the CPU where you're taxing the CPU for stuff. Yeah, you're probably going to see a little bit, but right, right. That'll that'll work itself out eventually because I'll keep tweaking it and and make improvement. Like you said, it'll all even out in the long run. So exactly. And and I mean, at most, I mean, your machine. Okay, what compute your your laptop lasts? Uh, what five to seven years now? Yeah. Right. So within a few years, you're, you're not going to see this. Yeah, if <laughs> yeah. you're lucky, you're, you're not going to see. You know, by the time you get a new system, you won't. Yeah. Uh, this won't. If you're be lucky as long as Apple's not slowing down your stuff to convince you to buy new ones. No, <laughs> Dude. I know that's not why they're doing it. We talked about that last week, right? Um, well, look at this though. I yeah. mean, uh, you know, uh, and Apple. I mean, thank you, Apple. Uh, you can walk into any Apple store and have your battery replaced for twenty nine dollars, yep. and the, and there's no was it twenty yeah twenty nine mm-hmm. they uh, they won't there's no questions asked, yeah. you know. So even if they run their tests and it passes, and you want the battery replaced, they'll replace it. Well, yeah, no, and and it's a smart move for them because it uh, as a as an image thing, yeah, as a PR thing, that's that's more important in the long run than than anything else. And I mean, still twenty nine bucks for the battery. It's yeah, that's nothing for them. So not at not, all. I, I suspect they're not taking a loss. No. Uh, so. But I'm. we've only heard about the iOS side. Yeah. Now, we all know that, well, you and I know, 
that uh, a while back when my battery started to go out on my MacBook Pro, mm-hmm. my computer slowed down. It was significant. It was pretty bad. Right. We know we noticed it during the show. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I actually, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I expect that in a in a computer, in a in a laptop or a desktop, especially in a laptop. Like, I expect that because the everything is so integrated that it's going to be trying to control. It's going to spin that down so it make the battery last because right. everything's about right battery power these days in a laptop. So, and you're not doing the kind of hardcore things you might do on a desktop. Exactly. Usually. Uh, so that, that doesn't surprise, it sucked for us, right. but it doesn't surprise me that, right. that it was doing that. So I can't remember if there was a warning that came up with my battery. Like, I think it said like my battery is degraded. It might've said that there was a perform. there's going to be performance. I mean, it, it may have said that. That happened, that happened with my, my MacBook yeah. air last year, I think. Um, yeah. I did, I did start getting warnings that the battery, because I noticed that the power was dropping off a lot and and things like that, and I was getting a notice that said your battery life is this and stuff, and I finally took it in. Oh yeah, just before my Apple Care was over, so I was like, right. just like a week before it was ending, I'm like, oh yeah. well, let's go take, let's go get this taken care of now and just test it just to make sure that's what it was. Yeah, and yeah it had developed like a bad cell, right? Kind of like a car essentially, like the battery's going bad, so they replaced it. But did you notice it, the your Mac Air was slowing down? Like, did you notice? Um, I I didn't relative to anything else because at the time I that was kind of my daily driver. Yeah, and I didn't really notice the slowdown. I noticed the battery wasn't lasting as long. Yeah, and that was that was really the key. So I I would end up having to plug it in more just so I could keep things running. Right, right. Um, but with the airs and stuff, a lot of Macs they tend to even when you're plugged in, it's still the computer's still running off the battery. It's just topping off the like when you're right. char- even when you're plugged into as a charger. Yes, it's not running off the charger. It's still running off the battery. Right, which is why you should not leave your laptops plugged in. Yes, long term while you're u- especially while you're using them. Right, drain them every um, once in a while. Yeah, not completely, but get it down. Yeah, get it down to like twenty. Get it down to like fifteen, twenty percent. Yeah, you know, and, and then, then plug and in. charge it up. Yeah, exactly. So I, I try to be better. I've been trying to be better about that. And I like, I don't leave my computer plugged in overnight because it, uh, my laptop, like I, I have it at my bedside. Yeah. And obviously when you plug it in, it's got that freaking green light on the, right. <laughs> so, so I unplug it. It's like, whether it's charged or not, I just unplug it so that yeah, I get more darkness in my room. Yeah. Uh, for sleep habits. Of course I'm, I'm going to sleep with the iPad playing movies at me, uh. but <laughs> No, that's just that's old ingrained habits. I don't really pay it. And I have the dimness. I have the brightness right. turned all the way down. So I, it's like I'm very dim. You know, when I was a kid, um, I used to listen to comedy albums going to sleep. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I would just, and I would have a, I had them on cassette. And so I would, you know, what was nice was I had the, you know, I had the radio on the other side of the room or next to me or whatever. And I would, I would put a comedy cassette in, hit play, go to sleep. And when it was done with side one, it would just turn off. Right, right, and right. that was great. I used to love that. I would wake up in such a great mood. What I did um, a lot of nights, not here years ago, um, uh, in a previous apartment I had, was I would, like, I slept with the door open. I don't, I don't really do that as much anymore. But the TV was on the other side of the wall, so I'd have it turn on because the one of the local stations was playing Simpsons reruns ah. at like ten o'clock. So I knew when that came on, it was time for bed. So I'd set the sleep timer for an hour, oh, yeah. let it run the back-to-back episodes it did, and then shut itself off. Yeah, 
and I, but I would still have darkness. Like I could still listen to it, but I'd be in my room. So right. I'd be out of, I'd be out of view of that. So I'm not getting the glow from the TV necessarily. Right. Right. Or things like that. So I could, so I could sleep a little bit better. And, and I eventually, de- I kind of was forced to declutter that bedroom yeah. a little bit after a flood, but, <laughs> um, not my fault. It was the people upstairs, I guess their water heater broke or something. Ooh, <laughs> so that's rough. It flooded up there. It got in all through the walls and under the carpet. Like nothing dripped on me directly, but all, but the uh, the drywall came like bulging down, like bubbling in one corner. And Ooh. yeah, so I moved. I had to move everything out of there so we could, uh, so they could replace the carpet. Yuck. And stuff. But no, it was a good. It was good. It forced me to declutter that room and actually slept better. Oh after everything was out of there and because I had read about that, I'm like, Oh wow, that really does work. <laughs> like, it's just like, Oh yeah. Interesting. So yeah. So my bedroom, my, my current bedroom, I try to keep that. I try to keep it as decluttered as I can. Nice. Uh, like when I'm living in LA, like when I had roommates and stuff, there's no way to do that. Like I'm living out of my room. So it's kind right. of, there's, there's limits to how you can, how well you can do that. Yeah. Um, it's good to, but that speaks to minimalism and, Yes, and you know essentialism and stuff like we talked about with that one. Yeah, with our our book review episode on that. Yes, um, I'm going to revisit that this year, both the episode and the book, because uh, it's still on my shelf as as one of my keepers. So yeah, I need to go back and review it again this year. Yeah, especially if, as it comes to getting closer to moving. Right, actually moving things because I've cluttered myself up with so much stuff. Yeah, that. Uh, you know, it becomes uh, becomes a ha- uh, an issue. Yeah, I found that it was it's very helpful to kind of keep things out of the way. And as I as I prep for moving, it's kind of that idea of when I moved in here, I had very little stuff. So I had right. like a desk, and I had like my portable computer cart basically, and I had my I had a bed, which unfortunately that frame broke like three days after I moved in. Right. So I had to replace the bed. I had, I had no outer furniture. Like the room I'm in now was empty. Yeah. Um, but I added a couch. I've got a TV with a stand. I got bookcases. Now I got shelves in the kitchen and the bedroom and just, like I'm cluttering up with stuff, mm. um, in the years since I've moved in here you know, kind of nesting a little bit. And it's like, right. so I think a moving is a good time to sit there and go through stuff and go, what do I need? Right. What can I get? A, what I can't, what can I live without? Which yes. really is almost everything in here. Yep. Um, but, and everything I can't live without is portable enough that it's not a big deal. Right. Um, this giant monitor in front of me though, like I saved the box. Yeah. Cause I knew someday if I'm moving, I'm like, I want to, I want to protect it. Same yeah. with the giant TV. I still have the big box. I put it in back in the closet. Yeah. Uh, so I can put it back in there because <laughs> I don't want to yeah. lose that TV. It's huge and it's right. fragile well, yeah. and it's nice. And I don't want to. I don't know. No, we had a friend of ours. Uh, she just bought a house, <clears throat> her very first house. Congratulations to her. Yeah. Uh, but the folks that moved out, uh, they didn't want to take a lot of stuff. So like most of her house was furnished. Yeah. And all the stuff in the shed, they left. Uh, she's oh, wow. got a like. She's got like a newish lawnmower. Okay. I mean, everything that she would have had to purchase for that house came with the house. Nice. Which was great. She, you know, at first she was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't want all their garbage. Like, I, I, like get it out of here." And then when she actually went through it, she was like, "Oh, that's a nice couch. That's a nice lawnmower. Yeah, that's a nice shed. Yeah, you're leaving me all your tools. You know, it was like one of those. And they, I think the couple just." 
took off and you know they didn't they didn't need all their stuff they took yeah. what they needed and they left the rest and it I've, became part of the sale of the house i have done that once or twice i didn't leave everything behind but when i was moving out of a couple places because there was a limit to what i could take um and fit in storage and things like that and i literally like gave all of it away i had goodwill yeah. come i'm like here's you know 60 boxes full of stuff here's a desk here's you know a bunch of furniture right. when i moved right. back from la the last time that was i think i got rid of probably two-thirds of the stuff that was in my room yeah um i i, I like i rented a u-haul van for the day and filled it up yeah with furniture and all sorts of stuff and just took it to goodwill and went here you go here you go <laughs> like you want to receive it i'm like no nah, i'm good <laughs> yeah you're yeah, welcome. it's not, you know, a tax deduction. I'm like, it's, eh. I don't make enough. It's not going to, like, I can't itemize. I don't make enough money. Right. Uh, and now that's, you know, that doesn't matter anymore. But <laughs> at least not yet. Yeah. Um, unless I won the lottery this weekend. But nope, I did not. Uh, um, so, you know, it's it's good sometimes to be, and that's the thing. Like, I'm fortunate in the sense that I have low overhead in my life. Yeah. Uh, in terms of, like, I'm not, I, I shouldn't call it overhead. Like I'm not married. I don't have children. Like I don't have a lot of obligations right. that aren't really self-inflicted. So um, right. I don't, I don't even have pets. I don't have plants. I don't have, you know, like I don't have stuff to take care of. Dude. And you know what? Plants are tough. Yeah. Plant, I, I, I have probably the, one of the easiest plants to take care of at work. It's dead. I've killed a plastic plant before. So, you know, right. I, try to I don't be careful get about it. that stuff. I, that's the thing, like, people talk about, you should get a pet or something. Like, well, don't get me wrong. I like pets. I especially like dogs. Other yeah. people's dogs. <laughs> you know, it's, right. I like, you know, I like kids. Other people's kids. You right. know, it's not. Play with them and give them back. And some of know? that to me is like, I don't trust myself to, not that I'd be bad at it. I always worry about making a mistake. Again, because I worry about making mistakes and I worry about doing harm and things like that. So, I to me, it's to me, it's an avoidance thing, really, more than anything else. But yeah, you know, I don't know. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, and even if, even if I wasn't moving, I'd really be thinking about trimming back anyway, right? Um, to just in general. Well, it's good to. I mean, I think as people, the more clutter that I mean, I, okay, some people are different. I'll speak for myself. The more clutter that I'm in, uh, the more bejiggity I kind of get. Yeah, like I feel like there's stuff like I don't know all this thing. Well, there's something and, to be said about um, when we talk about when they talk about you know feng shui and energy and flow and yeah. there's something to be said for that because when you think about it, everything has, uh, I mean everything kind of has an EM field yeah. to an extent everything because everything exists and it's yeah, made right. up of atoms and atoms give off energy yeah. to some extent or another you know and. I'm sure the physicists or somebody in the audience is going to, you know, hopefully email us and yell at me about this. Neil right. deGrasse Tyson, if you're listening, I invite your comments. And we will give you um, all that at the end of the show, all of our information. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Reach out to us. So so that's the thing. And that's like with the with the bedroom, when I decluttered, the, you know, when I removed everything and only just moved in a few essentials, like it was easier to, to like, I didn't feel so constricted like so tied in because there was more open like it felt more open it was yeah. kind of more relaxed and like yeah. oh yeah okay yeah this is and that's part of why like when i setting up a vo booth like it it bothers me to be set up in a closet yes it's not that i'm claustrophobic it's just that it feels constricting like i don't even like wearing ties 
Right. So <laughs> for the same reason, like it always feels like, ah, um, to me, it's like, it's nice to have that kind of open space a little bit. Not, not too much, just enough to let it kind of breathe. I see. A bit, you know, I think, um, that's why it's probably why I haven't gotten a larger bed right in my room. My room could certainly fit a larger bed, like a bigger size. Right. Like I just yes. have a twin, right? But it's just me, so I don't really I stress about that too much. But I've thought about getting a bigger bed. Why not? And I'm like, well, well, I'm going to save it till I move. All right. This would be a good time because I can get rid of the bed I have now and replace it with a larger one wherever I right. end up. Right. So that's that's my current plan Good. Uh, on that. But it depends on the size of the place I end up getting, too. So yep. <laughs> as to what I get. Yeah. I figure it's like, well, if you end up in a studio, you can get like um, get a sofa bed. Ikea makes a really nice one. Yep. Um, that I that I that I actually sleep on comfortably. That's it's weird, but yeah, I actually kind of like it. They had the original version was called the Fagelbow. Yeah. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, obviously, because I don't I don't speak Swedish. Right. But um, my brother had that in his house for the longest time, the Fagelbow, and I've slept on that a couple times. I love the Fagelbow, but it's gone away. They don't make it anymore. Aww. They replaced it with the Freihitten. That sounded German. Well, and, and yeah, well, all the languages up there kind of have similar similar roots. I see. So you're gonna you're, there's gonna be some overlap. I, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. It's just how the flag and the Freihitten, 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 or something. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that's so that's their sofa. It's the same, but it's basically the exact same. It's almost the exact same couch, just with a different name. It's like slightly redesigned with a different name. Yeah. Um, right. But I like that too. Like I've gone into IKEA and actually laid down on it and kind of tested it out. I'm like, oh, this is nice. You know, I mean, it, like, like something sir? like a something like, you know, if I had sir? a frame with, well, I didn't do that. Come on, you know, not rude. <laughs> He's like an angel. But if just and if I was gonna do that, I'd want to wait till just before closing time to sneak in and get lost, so I could camp <laughs> right. out in the IKEA overnight and there really get some sleep on it. But uh huh. Um, Make some breakfast in one of their fancy kitchens. Yeah, maybe you know, some yeah. maybe some Swedish meatballs. Well, that's why I say just hide out until they reopen the store and then go get breakfast in the cafe and be there like, "There you go. That's that's your hotel fee for the night is buying breakfast in their overpriced restaurant." Um, <laughs> no, I, I well, and, and if I actually ate meat, I would have the Swedish meatballs probably, but I don't. So, you know, ah, um, such is life. More chocolate cake. Ah, no. <laughs> But no, but I I thought about getting something like a like a Casper mattress, not a sponsor of this podcast. Casper, um, like yeah. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yeah, you've not heard of these mattress all these well, all these direct direct sell mattress companies on the internet. So there's um, Casper and Tuft and Needle and um, Lisa and oh. there's a bunch of different ones now. And they all they all do these like foam. It's like a combination of memory foam and latex and like several yeah. different kinds of foam to provide like a really good yeah um sleep experience i think is what they call it but yeah. you know that idea it's it's it supports and get you know it, i like i actually like memory foam mattresses personally yeah um like my current bed is not that it's basically like a giant air mattress and because it's a sleep number so yeah um i'm not a big fan of that so yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see right. uh plus they casper because they ship direct they come in a box yes that's like a decent size but it like a queen size bed will fit in a box. Um, 
it's it's not it's not a large box and it's really light and you open it up and it like rolls out and expands to its full size yes because it comes in compressed like yeah right so i was right. like oh i love that too but yeah i know people who have them and rave about them mm. um i've not met too many people that don't like them so right. and you get and most of those companies offer like a three-month free trial essentially right Usually rounded off like a hundred days, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's basically three months, you know, yeah. to, just to try it out, or you can, quote unquote, return it. Yeah. Um, what they do is they actually have a local person collect it and give it to charity. Ah. Um, instead, so there's not an, it's not an actual, so you don't have to pack it back up in a box. <laughs> try right. To, try to vacuum it back down into that back into that box because it's a, it's like a map. It's never going to fold back the right way. Right. Uh, so they they actually have people come and collect them, which is kind of cool. So. Cool. Cool. Yeah, so I think uh, on that note, I think it's time to put this episode to bed. Ooh. Ah, segue. Woo. Nice. Um, not a sponsor of this podcast. No. <laughs> Although segues are pretty cool. Yeah. If you've ever ridden one. Well, I've never ridden one. I have no desire to ride one. I'd much oh, rather walk. Oh, they're fun. So, yeah. All right. I just, no, I'd probably fall off. I'd probably oh. pitch over like president style. It, yeah, it would not be pretty. <laughs> so, president style. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't remember that with uh, <laughs> President uh, W. Bush? Because he, he, he wrote a Segway, went pitched over it or whatever. And uh, what was it? The guy who invented the Segway, like, went off a cliff or something? <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> the guy said, yeah, it's true. I swear. Um, I think it was, yeah, he, let me see. I don't, I don't know if that's actually correct. I just think it's funny. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, it's this guy who... Bought he well he bought the Segway company I think before that or something where's the yeah he owned the company yeah they say they believe he his Segway drove off a cliff into the river <laughs> something did he uh, die yeah this was back in 2010 oh, man, dude. Uh, he bought the he bought the company from Dean Kamen who actually invented the Segway so this was the guy who owned the company yeah um, they think he was riding it was basically like an off road version oh. of the Segway. Yes, uh, I've seen those. the fields, those and cool. he, uh, yeah, they just had an accident, like plunged off a like a thirty foot drop into the river <laughs> from a Golly, cliff. Man. I'm just like, oh man, that's just that's harsh. All right, um, sad irony, really. But mm. so so stuff like that, you know. I think it's I it's not it's not my thing. That's okay if people like them. Great, great. I know. I just not my uh, yeah, not my thing. But anyway. Uh, thank you all so much for listening to the show. Uh, you can get this episode and all of our episodes at our website, briantrustpodcast.com. Uh, you can subscribe there uh, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you feel like catching your podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you do subscribe on Apple Podcasts, please please rate and review the show. Uh, be honest, but be fair. Uh, after all, ratings and reviews are actually how podcasts get discovered by other people. Uh, much like if you're on Amazon and it throws up weird things in your list because other people bought it, you know, that kind of thing. So it's, uh, so it's valuable, uh, with the time, but if it, you know, if it sucks, let us know why we like feedback. Sure. Yeah. You can do it there, but you can contact us directly too. Uh, we have email shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can email us directly at Brian trust podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get in touch with us on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash The Brian Trust. We're also available on Twitter. Uh, the show is at The Brian Trust. Individually, I am at Actor Geek. And I am at B Selkie. 
And that wraps it up for the first episode of 2018. I think we've got some good stuff coming for you this year. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening in. And until next time. Stay off segways near rivers. And don't go chasing waterfalls. Hmm. Mm. Take it from me. Left eye selkie. <laughs> That's horrible. Well, because the sty was in my left eye. Yeah, I, was, I got it. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's just gross. <laughs>